Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome to our third episode on water. We are going to start today with a really important question. Guys, is water wet? Jesse. <laughs> Jesse, this podcast can turn into an hour of something else. <laughs> but that's okay. Got to start there, right? No. <laughs> what, are, what are your opinions without getting political? I refuse to answer that question. This is going to turn into a debate because me and Josiah disagree. <laughs> me and Maddie disagree. Wait, we, we were just... talking about it at dinner tonight. So it's not wet? Wait, I don't think water by itself is wet. What do you think, Caleb? I would say it is. <laughs> well, you're freaking wrong. So, <laughs> saying, Jesse, do you think water is not wet? Water is not wet. Water is not wet. Guys, we, because what we is can't wet? go in this direction. <laughs> wet, <laughs> we can recover eventually. <laughs> wet is the property of having water on something. Mm, if you pour Google water it. onto water, what is it? It's still just more water. Mm. It's not more wet. It's not increasing um, in wetness. Actually, in Britain, it's showing a lack of forcefulness or strength of character. Mm. Um, That's so, wet. Yep. Is it like W-H-E-T? It's, it's, it's slang. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like you wet a blade, like W-H-E-T? Like Papa's looking real sharpening. wet right now. <laughs> <laughs> looking real wet. Nice. My brother's looking real That means something else in America. Right <laughs> uh, good. Um, cool. Well, guys, on a more serious note, how many drinks of coffee, cups of coffee have y'all had today? I think that's always a good place to start. I've gotten my numbers up since last time. <laughs> yeah, boy. I've had, activate. I've had four. <laughs> today? Oh, my yeah. God. Okay, what all have you serious? had? So, so, uh, like I said in the ending of the last episode, I did get the, the Panama Creativa. Yeah. Uh, Tipica from... Onyx. Uh, Onyx. And it is delicious. It really is. So I had one this morning before chapel. Uh, I had another one at two o'clock whenever Caleb came over and w- we had coffee together. And um, that was before you had gotten there. And then I had another one at Joe Pine whenever we had just gone. And what'd you get there? Uh, I got a little cup of drip. Okay. And then I also got free? A, yeah. And then I also got a cortado nice. while I was there. So. Dang, bro. You really got the numbers up. I'm feeling week. real feeling mighty caffeinated right now. <laughs> real jittery. You have pizza, that'll simmer you down a little. Yeah, that was nice. Keep Amen. you from having the shakes. Shout out Pietro's. Oh yeah, Caleb and I just smashed an eighteen inch pizza. In ten minutes. Easy. Caleb, how many have you had today? I have had four. No, not four, three. Three cups of coffee. Okay. Um, I didn't wake up early enough before my 8 a.m. to make one, so I had one. Josiah made me one uh, of that Panama. Then I had almost the last of that Brazil that I have from Brown. And then I had a cappuccino. Nice. When I went to Joe Pine with Josiah. Nice. How was the milk? The the milk and the cappuccino. Yeah, it was it was good. I okay, mean, cool, cool, cool. It wasn't like steamed perfectly. Uh, I don't know. If they pour you a swan. No, no, she definitely messed up because <laughs> because it was one of those things where like it ended up being like a spiral uh, that they got a toothpick and just like spiraled around in uh, it because I'm, they definitely messed I'm it very, up. I'm very. I am one to be familiar with the spiral. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> Shows up to the world latte art competition, <laughs> pours a spiral. <laughs> this is truly exquisite. <laughs> Imagine. Okay, I don't think. Have y'all seen those? This is taking a total turn. Have y'all seen those videos on Instagram where people just like basically color on top of the yeah, espresso? Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's latte art. I think it is, but I think it's like way too much work for what it is. You know, like like they're still pouring. A lot of times they're like still pouring like a really like mm-hmm. rainbow rosetta or something. Rainbow road, a rainbow rosetta. But is it safe to drink? You ever think about that? I don't think we're talking about the same thing. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about when they like have like a literal like like paintbrush or something, and they're like putting stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, when when people have like the tools to draw on yeah. top of it after they put foam. Yes. Yeah, I don't like when people do that. I'm talking about when like you look in people's like steam pitcher and they'll like have blue and then purple and then red. Have you ever seen that? 
Oh, and then they oh, pour, yeah, and they yeah, pour yeah, like a rosetta. Yeah. Like the colors are like yeah. wiggling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really really cool. Oh, those are yeah, those are cool. I don't know if it's safe to drink, but I hope I, mean, it is. I would definitely try it. Um, but I'll try anything once. Yeah, in fact, I might die afterwards, but yeah, I'd try it. Well, I am needing to get my numbers up. I guess according according to y'all, I've only had one drink today. Bro, um, Bro do you even have a do coffee I, podcast? Do you even, <laughs> do you even have a Are coffee podcast? Even a coffee podcast? Dude, like one drink. I bet y'all can't even guess what I had. You oh, I know. <laughs> I still have one hundred percent. It's so easy to make in the morning. Uh, that's what I made. And then I was going to make a pour over after lunch and I was getting everything heated up and I got a text from my boss and she was like, Hey, are you around? And I was like, Oh brother. Yes. I'm on my way back from lunch right now. Uh, yeah. And I very much was not headed back yet, but I ran back to work and didn't make myself a drink. So, and then I got busy. I just filed my taxes today. Um, you, yeah. Real so. adult activity. Yeah, boy. It was the worst. I hate it so much. It's so confusing. But that's why you hire a tax pro. Um, cool. Well, last week I shared the quote of brewing coffee is a delicate balance of water, coffee ratio, brew time, water temperature, grind size, and more. This week we're talking about water and how it sucks. It really, really sucks, according to uh, that one football player in the world. Y'all know what I'm what? talking about, right? No. No? Not a clue. Waterboy? Uh, Water sucks. It really yeah, yeah, Gatorade's yeah, yeah, yeah. better. That was oh, a okay, very okay. like... Yeah, I didn't sing it. <laughs> I just kind of said it. <laughs> For all you confused at home or in the car, I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. Yeah. I actually have an... Uh, I don't have a question to pose, but I do have an opening statement. Yeah, let's go water. for it. Uh, here's my opening statement. Water in coffee is like toppings on pizza or fillings in a taco. If you have mid-ingredients, you are going to have a mid-product. Wow. Especially mm. in something as simple as coffee, because even the most complicated coffee drinks I can think of, there are only like six ingredients, and that is including water as one of them. Yeah. So with such a small margin of error, every little thing accounts for so much of the final product. Mm. As a as a bread baker boy, um, I would say water is like the flour in making mm. like a dough. Absolutely. Because like, you're you're kind of baking that in, like pizza toppings. You're adding it into mm-hmm. or adding it. Yeah. I guess kind of like a, a syrup in a latte, mm. opposed to. I've water. baked like a couple different times. Like an, enough to know the differences like between flowers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, have you ever seen people be like, like they specify the exact type of flower to use, but then mm-hmm. they're like, oh, I'll just use like rice flour or something like yeah. that completely it's, changes. Yeah, it's not it. the same. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, and It's maybe, hard to develop. Yeah, maybe the water doesn't mm-hmm. have stuff, yeah. that much of as drastic of an effect on the flavor, but I think it's definitely comparable. Yeah. I think it can if you're like... I mean, we might should do this one day. We should get some distilled water and we should get like some spring water mm-hmm. and brew them side by side. Cause also one has alkaline water. Yeah. And alkaline water. Cause one has like no minerals and one would have like normal minerals. Um, I have something to say about that later. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, we'll talk about minerals and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, that's interesting. And so water changes it. And I love how we're, for those wondering, we're talking about flowers, F-L-O-U-R, not oh, yeah. flowers like roses. <laughs> like, I know like Valentine's just oh, happened. Yeah, rice flowers from... <laughs> rice flowers from the rice plant. <laughs> Do rice plants flower? I don't think so. They're more of like a stalk. Yeah, yeah that's true. Have you ever seen rice fields? Like I know coffee plants flower. Do they really? They do. Oh, yeah. I'm going to add that to the trivia question later. Well... That'll be our last question for today. Now. Y'all already know the answer. No, I'm kidding. I just looked it up. Uh, stop that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm typing this. Siri, what are the answers to the top 10 coffee trivia questions? Bro, chill. <laughs> you can't go to my website. Sorry. Okay, cool. Um, why... We're, ta- we're kind of talking about this, like, if flour is important in baking bread, why is mm-hmm. water so important in coffee? Obviously, like, 99% of coffee is water, water, but I guess that was 
one of the main reasons why it's so important. It's the, but yeah, I feel like it's the biggest reason. That it's <laughs> and important. I just I, yeah. I just blew it off. Yeah, well, I guess it's ninety not no. Okay, but why why is water important in coffee? I guess you want to elaborate on that. I mean, I don't know. That is the biggest reason. <laughs> it's just like so it is most of that is where most of your brew is gonna come from yeah. is the water. Yeah, and like like water temperature and yeah um like all the minerals and things that are in and aren't in water that um that'll mess with like how your coffee mm-hmm. especially like in the bloom phase if you're doing a pour over mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that's that's where most of that gas is that's how it's gonna react because all the chemicals that are like naturally in the coffee and then also like naturally in the water that's how they're gonna react and that's how it's gonna mm-hmm. yeah how, that's how it's gonna taste yeah, and like if you're making a sandwich, like you're gonna put your favorite like type of sandwich meat on it, mm-hmm. and I promise that like everyone listening and including y'all two have a favorite bottled water. Yeah, that like you like the way that bottled water tastes. You may not know exactly why you like the way it. Great tastes. value from Walmart. Not Dasani. Dasani's trash. See, right? Like, but you can discern that the Dasani like you don't like the taste of that water. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the same. Like I may be jumping the gun, and I kind of want to talk about this later. When I go to my parents' house, mm-hmm. I only brew with bottled water because they're like I really like the tap water that we have here. That may be a hot take. However, interesting. The like tap water at home when That's I brew coffee, <laughs> the water at home, like not home, but like my parents' home, when I go visit them. Mm-hmm. I use bottled water because I hate the way coffee tastes, like with their tap water. I don't know what it is. They're so they're drinking nasty coffee, not really. But sorry, I don't remember what you're saying. We're talking about why water is important, mm-hmm. and yeah. so it's so important that I think about what tap water I'm taking with me. Exactly. Um, I think like so. I have a catering event for espresso this weekend mm-hmm. at a market, um, and I don't because of that reason. I don't like when I'm refilling my water jugs uh, or water for the espresso machine, I don't just say, Hey, you got a, a water hose I can fill it up with. I bring my own like water that is like purified and has the right stuff in yeah. it it's because I care about that stuff. And I think it, it, it matters. The little things matter. Um, what kind of like on the temperature, temperature aspect of it, do y'all have like a go-to temperature that you're like, man, this is what I brew with. So, I also looked this up just to confirm that I wasn't just being dumb when I do this. Facts. Um, Wait, I mean. <laughs> I, I like to go um, 205, but I, I. That boy goes as hot as possible. I'm kidding. No, I usually go 205 Fahrenheit, and that's usually because I, um, I brew a lot of, like, lighter roasts, because mm-hmm. that's what I prefer. Um. I have been brewing because the Brazil uh, coffee I've been using is a lot. Um, it's a lot darker than what I usually get. Mm-hmm. So I've been brewing a, a little cooler, like around two hundred or like one ninety five range between there. Yeah. Um, and then when I was doing my research for this episode, I was just like, "What is the best temperature for brewing coffee?" And it was like around one ninety five to two hundred five. And I was like, "Okay, cool. I'm not just, I'm not being dumb." Mm-hmm. Um. That that's usually how I do it. I I did see like lighter roasts you want to go hotter, and then darker roasts you want to go cooler, just because you're, um, just because when you're when you're making it hotter, um, the extraction process the, yeah, is probably a little more it, vigorous. Yes, it's a little vigor. It's a little more vigorous because if you mo most of the websites I, I I like looked at like the average was like if you go over two o five you're gonna get a more bitter cup, but if you go under one ninety five. It'll, it's most likely to be a little more sour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of like grind size when we were talking about how like the, mm-hmm. what is it? Like the coarser it is, yeah, it was yeah. going to be like, m- like super sour. And if it was like super bitter, then it was too mm-hmm. fine or something like that. Which mm-hmm. I might, Josiah, you can talk for a little bit, but I, I do want to come back to the, to that range of, in a little bit, but. Yeah. So. Um, to be completely honest, I got like super invested in like water chemistry mm-hmm. and not super like water temperature, but here is what I know about water temperature. Yeah. And, what, uh, and like, what even is like your preferred, like 
when you make a pour over at your room, what do you pour at? Anything about boiling, as long as it hits boiling. And uh, that is because uh, that one James Hoffman video where he really tested that out. Yeah. And for anybody who really wants to go and like dive into like water temperature, like and like really see the effects of it and see how it affects like brew time and stuff like that. I highly encourage you to go watch that video for yourself because it's very informative and I learned a lot from it. Nice. Um, but his findings were is that there was a lot of diminishing returns. Like once you got to a certain temperature, mm-hmm. there really wasn't a discernible flavor. And I trust yeah. James Hoffman's mm-hmm. taste buds. As Would much you say as that what he says is like scripture? <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't say it's infallible scripture. <laughs> Because drink your coffee however you like. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, but yeah, that's just no, that's just what he said. I think and, he does uh, have great mm-hmm. opinions. I mean, he's yeah. like a, a world brewer champion from like 2012 or something. Yeah, it's not like he, in 2009, got told he was the best coffee maker in the world. Facts. Hot take, though. Sometimes I think he can be a little pretentious about... I think that's kind of his job, though. Yeah, but point. like... At a certain point, it's just kind of like, okay, brother, like, chill out. <laughs> chill out. We don't care how bitter that. Or he's, like, super skeptical, and he has an opinion, and I feel like he holds to it. Yeah. When maybe that's not the right thing. I mean, we all do that. I do that, too. But I feel yeah. like because of his job, too, he feels like he's forced to have an opinion on everything. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. he probably gets comments on everything. What is your opinion on the 17th wave of coffee. <laughs> yeah, because people have asked him about everything. People yeah. have asked him to make a video on everything. Anything yeah. you can think of. Siphons. And he's like, I've never done that in my life. <laughs> so I'm going to do it now. Uh, but yeah, cool. I usually, I brew, um, I think around 205. Um, and I'll bring up a, come back to mm-hmm. this and bring up a, another question I have for y'all regarding brewing. Um, but with espresso, I brew at 197.5, mm-hmm. and that's because I have not played around a lot with the, uh, I can program the temperature and all yeah. that, and I haven't, 197.5 has tasted great, and so I don't want to waver from it. So. How much is that 0.5? I don't know, but that's just what it says, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to question broke. it. Yeah, if any broke, don't fix it. Actually, now that I'm second guessing myself, it might be 198.5. But does it? What if you tested it and like put it at like 199 or exactly 198, and it like completely threw it off? <laughs> and like you Change just it found, by 0.5. you just found like the golden temperature. There we go. Um, <laughs> I I will add that like the best the best temperature for brewing coffee is not the same as the best temperature for drinking coffee. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna talk about that as well. Because when you're drinking it, I think the ideal temperature was like 120 to 140. Yeah, 140. And that, that's kind of like what, that's like when it's going to taste the best because the cooler it gets, the more sweetness you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Um, and or so you get too mi- cool and it's bitter. Yes, because like that's where your, your body's going to be able to taste it because mm-hmm. if you try to drink it when it's still like 200 degrees, you're going to burn your tongue yeah. and you're not going to be able to taste anything. Do I still try to drink it at that temperature oh, every time? Yeah. <laughs> Am I going to stop doing that? Probably not. I mean, I guess that's the same reason, like, when people do cuppings, they, like, do a one at the beginning, where it's still really hot, yeah. one in the middle, then one when it's cold. Yeah, they that's do a cupping try one of, Oh, I'm so sorry. You no, go, go for it. You that's why try? I want to try one of those ember mugs. Yeah. That, like, oh, keeps yeah. It I was going to talk about that, too. That's a while. I was also going to more with the temperature. Um, I just think it's interesting. I don't know. I don't know why. There's not really a reason they say, but... Um, I love my AeroPress. That's probably my favorite way to make coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes I'd be looking up like the recipes on the AeroPress Championship mm-hmm. webpage, and it's interesting just to see like what they're brewing at. So like in 2021, um, the three brew temps were the winner brewed at 176. What? Yeah. That feels really low. I know. And it, uh, I was just like, no shot. And then n- the second place brewed it 199.4. Hey, oh. Super pretentious. No, okay. And then the third place brewed it 190.4. And I was like, I was like, that's two, really low too. Two out of the three brewed lower than most people tell you to. Yeah. And number one, that was like an insane amount under like 176. Like, that's. I, yeah. I just thought that was so interesting. There's not, they don't really say a reason why 
I might go. I might go back and like watch it. Yeah. Have you brewed see, with that temperature yet? Mm-mm. I'm like something keeps telling me is just like this is this is weird. Like I'm 100 percent doing that tomorrow. Like I I want to, but it's just like makes me feel weird doing it because I'm like I've never like gone under like 195. Josiah is mm. coming over tomorrow morning, and that's what we're <laughs> yes. doing. We're making one at max temp and one at 170. Wait, what time? What time? Nine. Nine. Can I can I pull up for 30 minutes before my class? Sure. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> okay, here's something I will add to my previous statement. Uh, when I said anything above boiling, I was talking about a pour over just because that's what he tested it with. Yeah. Um, I do think it matters a lot in espresso. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. So my follow-up question to what I was going to say a second ago. Um, when I brew, so I get it to like 205 and then I start my bloom and then I let my kettle rest like beside the pour over. I don't put it back on and reheat. You don't. Do y'all reheat or yes. do y'all set it beside? So my my kettle like holds the temperature. Oh. So wow. I just like set it back on and then it just keeps it there. Interesting. Interesting. I can't um, remember. Actually, depends I, on the method. Yeah, it does depend on the method because so, I've done both. But the one I've been I've been doing the five pour method mm-hmm. from uh, the guy who won it last year, uh, Thomas something. I can't think of his name. Yeah. yeah, I think he's at Onyx. I can't remember. But he did five pour method, and he Alexander Mills. No, no. no. but he does a five pour method as well. He just grinds finer. That's the difference. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but with my five pour that I copy from him, plagiarism. Matt uh, Winton. Matt Winton. 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 With a W. With a w. Yeah, he was like, yeah, just leave it beside it. And I was like, okay. And then I've just loved it that way. And so. So usually if I do like the Hoffman method or like the Mills method. <coughs> bless you. Thank you. Well, it blooms, I'll put it back on. But when I do the five pour, I keep it off just because he tells me to. Um, yeah. I've, I've never really experimented with like keeping it off for all the methods. But Yeah. And I don't know how much um, it matters. I know like bloom probably has the biggest effect. Yes. Of temperature yeah. wise. I mean, but that's always like straight off whatever temperature you're getting. Yeah, so for sure. You're not like, I'm not too worried about mm-hmm. it getting too cold for that. But yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. Sorry. That was a really weird like follow up question that I had to your go to temperature because mm-hmm. I was thinking about my go to temperature and how I brew. Um, sorry. I actually have more to add. I just forgot about something. So. You were talking about espresso. You brew it like one. What do you say? One ninety seven. One ninety seven to one ninety eight. <laughs> um. So I use the flare, and it tells you to preheat, and then you put the water at. I think it's either two hundred or two hundred five, which maybe it has something to do with like you're going to lose some mm-hmm. some heat whenever you so pour it into the thing, maybe. But compared to like 198, I know it's like six degrees, but like that's still that's still quite a bit. So uh, I wonder I wonder if I brewed lower, how much that would affect yeah. mm-hmm. how it tastes. Yeah, like you ever been outside when it's 76 degrees and when it's 82 degrees? That'd be different. Those maybe. feel like two different planets. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I can even notice. I'm the guy who like wakes up in the morning and my <laughs> wife goes, hey, what's temperature outside? I go, oh, it's like 50. You don't need a jacket. And she goes outside and she's freezing. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is great. And then like same thing with like yeah. 60 degrees. I can't tell the difference. I'm just dumb. Um, but Josiah, a second ago, you brought up uh, coffee chemistry kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about like minerals? Uh, what are you talking about? So whenever we're talking about water chemistry, mm-hmm. uh, we're mainly talking about three things. We're talking about PPM, which is the scale of the hardness of the water. And PPM stands for mm-hmm. parts per million. And yeah. here's a very like scientific definition of PPM. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's an abbreviation for parts per million. And it can also be expressed as milligrams per liter, which kind of makes more sense for, for water. Mm-hmm. And it's the measurement of the mass of a chemical or contaminant per unit volume of water. And so this is the difference in like hard tap water and soft tap water? Yes. If it absolutely. has a high PPM versus a low PPM? Yes. Cool. And that's uh, uh, that's talking about uh, like magnesium and calcium, yeah. uh, the, the minerality mm-hmm. of the water. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. if, you, if you buy mineral water, 
like uh, mm-hmm. like Topo Chico or something like that. Yeah. Uh, that's going to have a very high PPM. Yeah. And uh, we're also talking about pH, uh, the acidity or yeah. the alkalinity yeah. of the water. Um, and I think this one is like super important for coffee because one of the, the characteristics of a coffee is like, oh, this coffee is very acidic. Mm-hmm. And that usually brings out flavors that go along with acidity like brightness or citrus. Yeah, citrus, malic, um, all the different acids, you know, acidities. Yeah. All stuff like that. And then there's another term called TDS, which is total dissolved solids. And that is pretty much anything that is not water that is in the water that can amount to TDS. And I see a lot of that on like Reddit and and Facebook and Instagram comments. Like, what was the TDS of your water? So Um, it's like the stuff that's not in the water. But it's affecting the water? The stuff that's not water, that is in water. Oh, okay, okay. So the stuff that's wet. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Um, the stuff that's wet versus the stuff that's not wet. Okay, okay, cool. So it's like, interesting. I'd never even thought about stuff like that in water. But yeah, that, there's always stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, I wanted to just talk about like, when I think about water, coffee, water... And coffee chemistry, I think about like third wave water and what's that other company that does that as well? Oh, I forgot about that company. I don't uh, know. I, I'm actually like on the third wave water website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. About- <laughs> but there's like two of them. There's third wave water and there's one more that I can't think of the name of. Is it a just water? I don't know. I'm going to look it up real quick. Um, but they basically say uh, like... I don't think it's just water. They say take like a gallon of like spring water or a gallon of what I just say earlier, uh, distilled water, distilled water mm-hmm. and like mix it in with a gallon. They have little packets and it's like mm-hmm. the quote unquote perfect minerals for your water. Yeah. And like they swear by it and I've never actually used it because it's expensive. And the place where we live has I've looked it up. I like looked up like on our city website, the mineral, like mm-hmm. the, what did, what's the first one? The first thing we look at in water chemistry, PPM, PPM. I looked at that, um, a long time ago when I like first moved into my apartment and we have like really favorable PPM mm, interesting. consistency for coffee from <sighs> my research. Bloody. Now that was like three years ago and we could be like. You know, we have y'all know how many boil notices we have. So like we could have like dirt in our water now. That's just destroying my insides. (laughs) But I don't run tap water through my espresso machine. I run like specific water because I don't want to mess it up. Yeah. Well, I know it's like something third wave water kind of like says on their website because there's like a part where you can like go and which water profile should I pick? Because they have like Mm -hmm. they have cold brew, they have classic, they have espresso, they have coffee and tea. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, there yeah. Was, that's the classic. That's yeah, so yeah. Okay, cool. But the espresso one, um, it talks about how like it doesn't have any chlorides. Yeah. Like it says never use chlorides in your espresso machine because mm-hmm. then it'll cause corrosion on the metal components yep. mm-hmm. on the boiler, yada, yada, yada. It, but I think it's interesting because like maybe I'm just not looking hard enough on the website, but it keep on the third wave water website. It's just like oh, like we put the perfect minerals in your coffee or in your water for coffee, but it doesn't really tell you what they are. Dude, they got to keep that secret tight. It's like the Krusty Krab secret formula, bro. But I'm just like, dog, like I want to know what I'm buying because like how am I supposed to know that it's actually doing anything? You know what I mean? How do I know it's not just like... They're just charging me $17 for a... I would love to know if it's just like a placebo powder. Bro, that'd be crazy. <laughs> and people are, are just like, guys, this tastes insane. Imagine like and it's just nothing. using distilled water and buying the espresso profile. <laughs> and like distilled water has like nothing in it. So it like just destroys the metal inside of your espresso machine. <laughs> and so like people's espresso machines are just dying. I'm not, don't sue us third wave water. We're just, just we need to we just think we, your product okay, is interesting. We, here's here's my email. Uh Jesse M. Barn no. Uh, email us the ingredients. We need to do like a a part two of this episode at some point and like after we have tried yeah. all these We'll order like a sample pack. I say for we can all order three. a sample pack, we can 
we can like brew with like distilled water, third wave water, and like put in a Brita or something. I usually use Brita water. Yeah. Um, just because I think it's cleaner. Because Marshall water scares me. Maybe not Marshall <laughs> water, but Centennial water, mm. the the dorm hall I live in. Yeah. It goes out a lot. So I'm just like, mm, this makes me nervous. <laughs> yeah. And if third wave water would like to send us some, they can contact us. Yeah, at, they can. At fourth wave podcast at gmail.com. Yes, they can. Please, <laughs> please, 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 please. That email will become active tomorrow. After, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess after well, as you're listening to this, it's active right now. Hopefully, question mark. Yes. <laughs> uh, at gmail.com. No, I'm kidding. Um, they even have a dark roast profile. That's interesting. Yeah. Like brew your dark roast with this. That's, what happens if you brew light roast coffee with the dark roast water profile? <laughs> I'm kidding. Medium roast. Um, so has anybody found what minerals are supposed to be in coffee? Are supposed, or, to, are be supposed to be in, in the water that um, you should brew coffee with? Like what are the most important minerals that should be in the water? So, um, so a word that you said that is a part of TDS is chlorides mm-hmm. and uh, yes, every source that I found. A lot of my sources uh, came from sevenmiles.com, mm. which is a very scientific, very fourth wavy looking uh, uh, coffee blog and website nice. that did some very extensive research on all this stuff. Um, so all the graphs and numbers that mm-hmm. that uh, I have today are, are from that and, and like two or three other places, but mostly sevenmiles.com. And uh, yeah, they were like, no chlorides. Well, yeah. They're like, we didn't test putting more chlorine in the coffee because we don't want to drink chlorine because that's not good for you. Facts. I did so, as a kid. Yeah, they just said, like, try to have. No. <laughs> Wait, <what? laughs> and, and then you threw up. Yeah, facts in the pool. <laughs> Dude, I swallowed so much pool water as a kid. You just swallowed a lot of pee then. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. My so, bad. so, yeah, whenever we're talking about. PPM, uh, mm-hmm. magnesium and calcium are the the two that you're really looking at. Oh, you're also looking at sodium. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and uh, and yeah, there's a there's a healthy amount that that you want, mm-hmm. and then there's an unhealthy amount that you know like starts to like harm your espresso machine. Yeah, yeah, and probably even like the inside of uh, your kettle mm-hmm. like starts leaching to the metals and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you gotta clean that stuff up with some cafes or what is it called? What's that cleaning stuff? Kafiza? Is that it? I don't know. I think I think so. Something like that. Uh, just don't quote me, me on that anymore. I need to go empty out my cuddle. <laughs> Bro, yeah. That reminded me of that. Brother. Yeah, you probably need to do that. Yeah, I should do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I might do that right after this, actually. This may be heading in a different direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can go back to whatever we had thoughts on that we've kind of glanced over. Um, but last week we talked about the question if we grinded coffee at different sizes based off mm-hmm. how long we've had the coffee. Do you, have y'all ever like, and we've kind of already alluded to this, I guess, but do y'all brew at different temperatures based off how long you've had the coffee? No. No. I've never thought about that actually. Because we talked about like, oh, we might need to go finer if it's older to like pull out mm-hmm. something out of this coffee that may be a little more quote unquote stale, even though it's not stale. Yeah. I wonder if like, if we go, I mean, if we're you, already brewing at the hottest temperature, me and you, Caleb, or I guess all three of us are. I mean, I'm going like 205. So 205. I, I could, guess we could go hotter. I could but. go hotter, but I don't know. I've never thought about that. Maybe we need to brew at 170. <laughs> I'm kidding. Sorry. That's still mind boggling to me. Yeah. I'm never going to get over it. Maybe like, maybe it's an AeroPress thing. I don't really know. Yeah. We well, it's probably because it's like steeping a little bit, kind of like a French press. Yeah. So like French press, you know, you brew Hold it, on. you're going to brew it at like Let 205. Let see. Yeah. How but then it, it cools down, obviously, as it sits. French press is one of the most forgiving yeah. things. Yeah. I feel like AeroPress is too. I wanna we've talked about oh, that before. Yeah. I think it's like less forgiving. I'm going to see how long he steeps it for because like, because the hotter you go, the faster it'll go. He steeps it for 30 minutes in a microwave. <laughs> Every 45 he seconds, he hits add 30 seconds. <laughs> because like when you do cold brew, it's like, yeah. you steep it for like 24 to 48 hours or yeah. whatever. And so like replacing heat with time. So surely he brews it a little bit longer. Yeah. But would then by the time it's done brewing, would the temperature be like 140 like already yeah. the good maybe maybe that's know. why i don't know i know let's find out. Let's find out. i know let's another thing i've seen in those aeropress competitions is that they they keep pouring it from uh the kettle like from kettle to kettle to aerate it as much as possible to keep lowering that temperature so that they can get like um those more complex tasting notes out 
Mm. Uh, so I've seen that before. So maybe brewing at a lower temperature gets them to that drinkable and temperature quicker. Yeah. Oh yeah. Aerate. You're saying aerate after it's brewed. I'm yeah, sitting here like yeah, no, 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 no. thinking two kettles with <laughs> boiling like- hot water going back and forth, like aerating <laughs> no, water. And I'm like, I, wouldn't do it. I was like, oh, just use some Topo Chico, some carbonated water to brew if you want to aerate it. No. Okay. No, no, no. no. Like that a- makes sense. After yeah, they yeah, brew yeah. It to cool I've it seen that. I've done that. Um, yeah. Interesting. Wow. Um, are you finding anything on that, Caleb? So a funny I'll, I'll, just, I'll just read his recipe. So 18 grams coffee, inverted. Um, okay. So you start pouring the water from zero, 0 to 10 seconds. You put 50 grams of water in at mm-hmm. 176. Uh, How many coffee grounds are in there? Like what? 30 grams? 18. 18. Okay, okay. sorry. You, yeah, you put, in 50, you put in 50 grams of water, mm-hmm. uh, stir for five seconds, and then pour another 50 grams. Stir for, so you stir and then, that's weird. It says stir uh, 30 seconds to 50 seconds, allow to brew at 50 seconds, stir gently three more times. Uh, at, at one minute, push the, do you even get all the water in there? What the heck? Hold on. They don't, they don't type this out very well. It seems like he's only letting it steep for like two minutes it's like a regular aeroplane interesting mm. but yeah. i guess maybe like how much he's stirring because he looks like he sounds like he's stirring a lot yeah he's yeah. probably he's like stirring in between each pour yeah it's probably a, like yeah. extremely which is interesting because i don't know you don't normally see people like pour do multiple pours in an aeropress it's usually just like one big pour one and big then, pour or like if you so do very agitated then, yeah 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 because yeah, you pour so, 50 grams stir 50 gram stir 50 gram stir yeah, and I've seen like stir. people stir like with a pour over like V60 or something yeah, 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 and I, I've yeah, even yeah, stirred yeah. there but like it's usually not vigorous and it sounds like if he's going to mm-hmm. stir for yeah. 30 to 50 seconds sounds it like may not be vigorous soup. but it's going to be like yeah yeah some coffee soup yeah <laughs> <laughs> dang delicious um, yeah if I'm doing like the the old James Hoffman method which is the one I usually do just because that's the flavor profile that I'm most uh, accustomed to Mm-hmm. Um, I've tried the Alexander Mills one. I think it's good, but I'm just more comfortable with the other one. Like, there's only one stir at the end, and it's like light. Like, you just kind of move it around. So that's mm-hmm. really interesting that he does that for basically the whole brew time. Yeah, I feel like at this point, a lot of the, like the different brews I've done on V60, they all kind of run together in my head. I'm like, okay, which one do I stir on, and where do I stir at again? Yeah. Is it the third port, no. Um, but yeah, so. Caleb, there was something earlier that you wanted to go back to um, about, oh, what was it? Was it water temperature? Um, um, maybe. I can't really remember. Oh, I think we were talking about, oh, it was right when I asked, what's your go-to temperature? And you said, I'll let Josiah answer it, and then we can come back to it. That was a long time ago, if you can't remember. Oh, that was just me talking about, like, um, I, th- I already brought it up. I think I, I think I wanted to talk about... Um, the one seventy six and like the aeropress. Oh yeah, yeah, kind of cool, cool. Yeah, we've interesting. Um, oh, I'm glad you brought that up. That was I just wanted to make sure we yeah. heard that thought and like, did go when we put a pin in it. Go back to it. So this is a stupid thought that I've okay. had a lot, and I really want to do it, but I would get judged heavily for it. Yeah, by hundred percent by all of you, by everyone. <laughs> so I've talked about with this with Josiah. Um. Which I realized it was a dumb question for making a pour over with, but <laughs> what if I took Topo Chico and made gold brew oh, with yeah. Topo Chico? <laughs> that sounds. I mean, would it would it even still be carbonated by the time you're like done brewing? I mean, I mean, probably not. Probably, but no, because I think it would. Because sometimes I've like left a little bit of Topo Chico in the bottle without like paying attention, but it wouldn't be sealed o- overnight. Yeah, and then I like take a drink and it's still a little carbonated. A uh, little, little bit of fizz, a little mm-hmm. bit of. So I, it's a little flat, but still. Yeah, I'm just curious, like what would happen? Because at first I was like, "What if I did a pour over?" I was like, "Wait, you no, can't boil it because then <laughs> yeah. it wouldn't be carbonated anymore." Yeah. But I was like, I was like, "What if I made cold brew with it?" I don't want to buy that much Topo Chico, waste that much Topo Chico to find out. But I also kind of lot. do. There'd be a lot of Topo Chico. Yeah. So I have that Soda Stream over there, and when I first got it, <laughs> um, Maddie's first question she asked me was, "Can I?" Uh, 
use your soda stream on my cold brew and i went no 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 and like instantly was like no because it would like i'm pretty sure like spew everywhere and like it's already wants to spew with water but ew yeah. What if we put it in the bottle and then just pour it, like, did it, the carbonated water in the bottle that it comes with and then just pour it in the cold brew machine? Yeah, I mean, that would work, but that's, like, going back to, like, it would be, like, a little bit of carbonation, but Fizzy, she wanted to take, like, cold brew that's already made oh. and then, like, carbonate <laughs> oh my gosh. it. And so I Googled it afterwards, like, and there was a lot of, like, I don't know if it was, like, Reddit <laughs> posts or blog posts of people saying, don't do this, <laughs> and, like, panicking, like, I had a huge mess to clean up type thing. And so I was like, yeah, really Maddie, funny. we're not going to do that. Um, but, oh, well. It's actually really funny. Yeah. Um, do y'all have any more questions uh, before we kind of skip down to our reoccurring segments? Uh, yeah, I kind of wanted to get in uh, more about uh, water hardness. Mm-hmm. Um, if y'all had any more thoughts about this, because... Uh, from that website, Seven Miles, mm-hmm. uh, their conclusion was kind of that it had the most uh, effect on that. So I don't know if y'all had any other thoughts about hardness. No, I can't remember like what, how hard or how soft Marshall's water is. I want to say it was like, you know, if there was a scale, it would be like slightly leaning towards like more hard water. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't know. I know like. My parents' water and like why I don't like it for coffee, it is like extremely soft. And so like yep. my grandma always told me this. She was like, I got real uh, soft water at my house because when you get soap on your hands, you can hardly get it off. I don't know if that's even true. What? But that, like <laughs> she would say like you can tell if oh, like water at someone's house is soft or hard based off like um how easy it is to get the soap off your hands i don't know if that's true someone could fact check that I one day i never thought about um, that before and that would make sense at my grandma's house because it was like it was well water so they didn't have like added in calcium and magnesium and potassium mm-hmm. and the things that like people add into tap water mm-hmm. um but my parents i want to say they're outside the city limits and so that's probably why as well um and so i think that's why i I know I definitely don't like brewing water with soft water. I don't really have a lot of thoughts on though yeah. of where on that PPM scale I prefer it. Um, That's or, just not something I've tested. Yeah. So there are scales uh, that you can buy. I'm pretty sure. Actually, let's look up what a because PPM you can, like, get scale test costs. trips and stuff like that. Yeah, test trips. We would do that. Yeah, Usually yeah. for chemicals to make sure that, you know, we have the right chemicals cleaning the dishes and all that. We're not going to get, you know, arrested by the food lady. What is that? What are they called? The food inspectors. Yeah. Making the sure FDA. we got the, the FDA. Yeah. Okay. So like if you're really like uh, interested in this, uh, a PPM scale is like 15 bucks on Amazon. It looks like, and you can test it for yourself. Um, that actually might be something that I, I'll do and see if I need to get a water softener or something. Uh, hmm. But what seven miles said was they conclude that hardness and high pH are your friend in terms of macum. Uh, maximizing the extracted flavors in your coffee. They say limit your water hardness to within 50 and 80 uh, PPM. So Mm -hmm. parts per million. So Mm -hmm. that's how much uh, calcium and magnesium solids you should be having in your water Mm -hmm. uh, to the millions of water. Uh, And the pH between seven and eight and a half. And I think that's kind of interesting on the pH front because, you know, uh, for all my chemistry class people, uh, anything above seven is mm-hmm. considered basic and mm-hmm. anything below seven is considered an acid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and water, water is, I think water is like exactly. What's that? There's like a, there's like a standard for water. What's that one water company? Um, you might can Google it real quick. What's that one water company that they claim they have the perfect pH because it matches like whatever human blood pH is or something. Um, and they're saying like, that's perfect. What is that? Is it perfect hydration? I don't know. I'm going to, I don't know. Cause I haven't thought about that until like you just sparked like a fever dream in my brain of like this water from a gas it station. Literally. Yeah. There, I mean, pH is perfect hydration. It's is it 9.5 plus? Is it Essentia? Yeah. I think it's Essentia. Mm-hmm. What is theirs? Um, it just says ionized alkaline water. 
Well, so home.drinkflowwater.com says the U.S. Uh, Environmental Protection Agency recommends that the pH level of water sources should be at a pH measurement level between 6.5 and 8.5, 8.5, on a scale that ranges from 0 to 14, the best pH of drinking water sits right in the middle at 7. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I just looked this up. The pH of the human body ranges, it's the average is 7.4. Hmm. So would that be like near the coffee pH level or the PPM? So, yeah. so the pH level, uh, uh, also PPM doesn't have to do with uh, oh. pH. Uh, Everyone, it, I'm it, an it idiot. <laughs> No, you're good. It has to do with hardness. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so PPM, hardness, pH, acidity. Yeah, sorry. So the pH, what was the numbers that you just shared like 30 uh, seconds ago? The pH is between 7 and 8.5. And okay, so s- similar to human body range, maybe a little more. So on, yeah, so on the, the more alkaline side, um, but what they also said is, uh, if you want to like play around with it, is high alkalinity content leads to more of like a chalky taste. Uh, so you said like whenever you were at, uh, my parents' house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, or your or your grandma's house mm-hmm. that, uh, her water had like a high pH. Or were you talking about hardness there? I was talking about hardness. There. You're talking about hardness. Okay. Uh, so they did say if your water is too soft, your coffee's not gonna taste so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so yeah, let's just kind of boil this down to like here. here here's <laughs> no the <pun> effects. intended. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. So here's, here's the effects of water hardness. Mm -hmm. Uh, If your water is too hard, uh, it's going to crystallize in your boiler and within the pipe work and stuff isn't going to go so good. And your coffee is probably going to be a little sharp. And if your water is too soft, your coffee is not just not going to taste so good. And it's going to probably feel pretty flubby. Mm -hmm. Um, When talking about pH, high alkalinity content leads to chalkier tastes. And the more basic water gets, so, um, that water basic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the more bitter it's okay, likely cool. to taste. Kind of like grinds, but water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then water the, matters just like grinds. And then this is what they had to say about total dissolved solids. Uh, coffee people bring this up a lot, but research found that after increasing the TDS of naturally occurring TDS in tap water, uh, so like they took tap water and then they multiplied the number of TDS by, by 30. Mm-hmm. Uh, after increasing the margin by 30, it had zero effect on the end result of the taste of their coffee. Wow. So tell the people on Reddit to shut up. Do you know where this study was done, though? Uh, Harvard. I'm kidding. Sorry. <laughs> All good studies are no, done there. I, I'm not saying like it's a bad study. I'm just saying it depends on the tap water yeah. they use. Because like, they could, their area could have really good tap water. Yeah. Compared um, to places that have worse tap water then I feel like that would matter a little bit more. Yeah. I think if they increased it by a margin of 30, like they increased it by 30 times. Mm-hmm. Zero times 30 is still zero. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. Sorry. Um, <laughs> the water I was talking about earlier is core hydration. In case y'all are wondering, that was bothering me so much. And oh, it, it was is core hydration? Core hydration. And oh, it's, oh, I've heard of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. $46 at Walmart right now. For just one? I don't know. I'm really interested. Uh, it's no longer on the website. Whoops. Yeah, so that's pretty much uh, the final thoughts on on water chemistry. Cool. What the makeup Just, does I don't know to, where you're looking to at, affect. but at this Walmart is $6. Okay, well, don't go shop at my Walmart. It's also on Amazon. Oh, that's a pack of 24, but that still seems ridiculous. This is high. a pack of six How much is that? half liter bottles for $6. Well, there's a pack on Amazon of 24 for $38. Are they, are they sick? Are they half? They're half seven. Liter they're 7.4 pH. No, I'm kidding. 20 ounce. <laughs> what is that? The, the, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hold on. 20 ounces to liters. It's a little over half. Okay. Interesting. I don't know. Whatever. Prices. That, this is a different subject. Yeah. It's, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Well, Cool. I enjoy learning about water, and I'm glad we all had like different things to bring to the conversation. Yeah. Honestly, I <laughs> I know that water is just as important, or if not more important, than like mm-hmm. your grind of the coffee. Mm-hmm. But I still think it's it's. I don't I don't care that much. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. I know I should. 
but I just, I don't have the most fun. Maybe it's just because I don't like science. Mm -hmm. So then this is a lot of science. Yeah. But I just don't love like all the acronyms and all the sciencey terms. Like it needs to be the 7.4. I I was super into it. Yeah, but you're more you're more a science person than I am. But well, that's good. We're like, we should, yeah, yeah. We should yeah. I, I'm not saying yeah. I'm not saying yeah, yeah. it's bad to. I'm not saying you're you're stupid and lame if you no, like no, this yeah, stuff. Yeah. I'm just saying yeah. like I I just had way more fun like looking up grind size stuff. Yeah, than, for sure. And that's fine. <laughs> I think when I the extent of coffee to water research I did was when I moved into my apartment. I looked up like what our towns like hardness and softness and ph and all that stuff i mm-hmm. looked it up to see where it was at on the scale then i looked at like a coffee scale and i was like okay we're in a good spot our tap water should be good for like normal pour over um and then just kind of went with it and never really thought about it again so maybe if you're sitting at home and you're like how does this affect me do that and say okay i'm good or maybe say our water really sucks and go buy like a cheap like gallon or five gallon thing from walmart and see if that changes or elevates your brewing. How, how long has it been since you checked our website or like our three years? Maybe we should check it again because we've had a lot of problems recently. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we have. Yeah. But that's always like we have that every three months. We have a water outage. I, I wonder if it's changed though since the freeze. Yeah, interesting. We'll look it up after anyway, this episode. Yeah. So, like, my my sister lives in San Antonio, mm-hmm. and they they've recently acquired an espresso machine. Um. Flex. And they have really hard water mm-hmm. out there. Um, and I, th- I think they just recently invested in a water softener. So depending on like how hard your water is, you might want to invest in a water softener or switch to buying bottled water of some sort uh, from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think like even if you don't have like all this sort of stuff, like water's not super expensive, like at the grocery yeah. store, like get some different waters, try your tap water and like, see, see like what works best for you. Like just play around with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. I think that's a good idea. Well, we're going to switch over to our last two little things. Um, what's in the bag. We've kind of already talked a little bit about what we're brewing because what we had today. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but just tell me what's in the bag this week. What do you have coming in a shipment um, for uh, the week of February 20th and beyond? Cause that's when we're recording this. Uh, so what's in my bag uh, this week? Um, I have been, Drinking that Brazilian from mm-hmm. Sao Paulo uh, that I got from Brown. Yeah. A week and a half ago or so, um, I just ordered some Kenyan from, what is the roaster? Um, just so I get involved. You got it on fellow drops, right? Mm-hmm. Fellow well, please it, sponsor well, It wasn't the drops, but it was like off, just off their website. Oh, okay, cool, um, cool, cool. It is from... Duck Rabbit Coffee. I have no idea where that is. Um, duck Rabbit. I wonder what their logo looks like. Probably a duck and a rabbit. It's, it's weird. It's oh, like it's, a duck with a oh, rabbit's head. So imagine see. a jackalope, but instead of the rabbit having <laughs> deer antlers, it has, it has a, a duck, duck butt. butt. <laughs> a duck That's body. amazing. That's so funny. I actually think it's really cool. That's so what funny. What the heck? <laughs> I could see that like hanging in a picture frame at my grandma's house, like <laughs> just looking completely natural. And you're just like, what the heck? And it'd be like a, a blue, like a, what are they called in movies? Like a Easter egg. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And I, I'm actually really excited because I had a Kenyan a while back, but that was like still when I was still like pretty entry level into the home coffee making. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, Mm, this is too sour and i was now i'm just like i need that acidity in my life yeah you do boy so um oh it's out of okay it's based out of cleveland ohio yeah home of the browns <laughs> jesse you don't want to talk about the browns i know i don't like them anymore um so we will see when it comes in it cool has not well, been shipped yet <laughs> i look forward to an update next week um josiah what's in your bag this week so I talked about it last time. I talked about it at the beginning of this episode, and mm-hmm. it's delicious. Uh, the Panama Creativa Typica Blend Washed from Onyx. Sheesh, that uh, boy rich. It's 
It's pretty good. I like it. It's one of my my favorite blends I think I've had, to be honest. Dang. Um. Well, or how much do you have left? It seems like you've had a bunch of coffee the past two days from that. Oh, I still have like like a healthy amount. I still have like over three-fourths of the bag probably. Oh, okay, cool, My cool, boy cool. said he wants to keep buying Onyx, and I was like, brother, that's an expensive habit. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But you the thing is, me? I, I don't I'm think kidding. I make... <laughs> I forgot you make millions of dollars, Jesse. <laughs> yeah, facts, bro. I mean, look at this. Look at this mansion that you live in, bro. I don't think that I make drinks... Like, I had a lot today, but I don't mm-hmm. think I make drinks, like, as consistently as that's often. True. That's because, true. you know, with with my line of work, there are, like, some weeks where, like, yeah, I spend, like, I, I come home and I go to sleep, and then I mm-hmm. wake up and, and I leave, and I might be gone for, like, four or five days. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, I'm the same way. I feel like, depending how busy I am and how motivi- motivated I am, like, there's days I'll make, like, me and seven other people yeah. drinks at my house, and then there's days, like... Like I don't today, even drink we, coffee. Yeah, drink like me, yeah, like I sure. get one and I run out the door. Um, for me, I am uh, still enjoying that uh, brown from last week. But like I said, when I have uh, big catering events, I always roast a bunch to get prepared for that. And I get to enjoy the labors of that. Um, and so something that's extra, I roasted extra of that I'm getting to jo- enjoy is a uh, Colombian from Sierra Nevada. Mm. Um, it is like fair trade, organic, really yummy. Um, it's like just, you know, kind of your normal washed coffee, really citrusy, probably like, I'm not going to say lime cause I really like lime. I think more like mm. orange citrusy, like mandarin or orange type stuff. Um, and then a little chocolate finish, um, but really good. And, uh, I get to enjoy that this next week. And serve it to others at the catering cart. But cool. Last section um, is our trivia. Let's go. Yeah, boy. Um, And Caleb is in the lead four to one. Yeah, I'm down. Uh, We were tied after week one. And then Caleb won a 3-0 sweep against you last week. Yeah. I think my biggest thing is I get bored. So I just Google a lot of stuff. Google random coffee things. Um, Some of these today aren't necessarily all coffee related, but they are history related to coffee. Bro. So that might not help you. Um, But we got like five five or six questions. Um, And so the first question is, what American event... So Josiah gets the answer first now. Uh, What American event helped spark the commoditization commoditization of coffee in America? Was it the Boston Tea Party? It was. Let's freaking go. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know if that was going to be really hard or really easy. Um, but yeah, obviously they drink. If it wasn't that, I was going to guess the Industrial Revolution. Oh yeah, that was my second. Guess. So they drink a bunch of tea at the time, and then they throw all the tea in the harbor because of the tea tax and all yeah. that. And then, like, well, I guess we, I guess we drink coffee. Now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it's like ooh, need some energy. And so like the soldiers, they were out there and like needed something to drink that was warm that would keep yep. them like warm, but also give them energy. And so they started drinking coffee. Also, because Americans have always been on the constant run to drink anything that's not water facts amen brother i mean also their water was like disgusting oh then, i guarantee so. it it made them sick probably it's almost martial water <laughs> bro chill <laughs> and you know brewing coffee they probably boiled the water and they were like hmm the the hardness of this water <laughs> yeah, is, you, is you know they cared about it and uh, a sir hw uh folgers <laughs> came up to them and said you have to try this delicate bean <laughs> Don't worry, I've already grinded it for you. Don't three ask, years ago. Don't ask where it comes from, because don't I ask, don't know. Don't ask who grew it. <laughs> at, at that time, uh, we don't want to get into the ethics of like this coffee origins. I killed time. the man that farmed this. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, cool. Actually, so, probably. point to Josiah there. Um, so let's get into this and we're getting into more measurement and I really hope these weren't, aren't wrong like week one. Um, but about how many coffee beans does it take to produce one pound of roasted coffee? How many, how many, wait, say that again? About how many coffee Gosh. beans to produce one pound of roasted coffee? Roasted coffee. Higher or lower than a thousand? Higher. Okay. I'm, I'm going to give it to 
whoever's the closest. Um, okay. Did you get it? Did you get this information off the same website that said forty-two beans are in? No, different website. Different, different website. website. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 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 Can we know what website this came from? I'm not looking it up, but no, I'll tell you at okay. the end. Cool. Can I look Can up something related, but not the exact answer? Like so for some math purposes? Yeah, sure. Get your calculator can I, out. Can I pull out my TI-84 plus? <laughs> yeah, dude. You don't have that thing on you? I need to graph here. this. <laughs> I'm going to pull it out of my back pocket. I need to make quick. a parabola. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is so much. Um, that was a... I, I want to know how many grams were in a pound. <laughs> and is it a lot? It's like 453 grams in a pound. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I didn't know. I, you know I don't, I'm just going to throw out a number. 25,000. Hold on. Hold on. 25,000? Oh my goodness. You said a 10-pound bag, right? One pound. One oh, pound one bag. Pound. Yeah, he said a pound oh, bag. One pound. That's what I was like, what At the end on? of this, we're going to count. We're going to make sure it's right. Like, oh, we're kidding. Kidding. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, we're not. Uh, I'm going to say 5,000 then. That feels okay. like a much more conservative number. Yeah. Because I'm thinking about like... Oh, my gosh. Wait. You're saying 2,500? You're going to lock in there? You know, I just said 5,000, but I think I am going to go down to like 2,000. Oh, you said 5,000. Sorry. Yeah. I did not mean to second guess you there if no, I no, did no. that. I'm, no, because I started thinking about it too because I was like, wait, I just bought a 10-ounce bag. And if 16 ounces are in a pound, there's no way that there's 5,000 beans in that bag, right? So I'm thinking like 2,200. Dang. Okay. 2,880. So 2,880. Mm-hmm. 2,200. 2,200. Caleb is closer. But those are both decent guesses. 3,250. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I actually was doing math, Loki, because I was like, okay. So I remember my guess was for like a, a shot was about like 60 yeah. grams. And then I did, um, so I can't remember. I did some sort of math. Anyway, can, yeah. anyway continue. And yeah. so I think that also probably just comes down to the bean itself like what kind yeah. of bean it is and all that stuff it's like a pea yeah. berry yeah it's gonna be more if it's yeah but thicker i beans. think that's like everything that we've kind of discussed when measurements um props to you for doing the math though because i was way too lazy to do that so i was like just no. i was sitting over here stoically thinking I just and like caleb's to, frantically typing in numbers i just that like was to right. win <laughs> so yeah. wait caleb got that point okay cool 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 so it's what it's five two five five two in the grand scheme Gosh. of things um Question number three for this week. How long does it take a coffee tree to reach maturity? Oh, God. I think it's a long time. There's one right over there, and that one is two years old. And it is super immature. Bro, it's about 10 inches tall. I'm going to go. How tall is the average coffee tree? I'm going to go like 30 years. Well, they're like more shrubbish. Okay. I guess I've never seen a coffee tree. I've never. I feel. Yeah, I feel. You're gonna super say thirty fragrant. years, full maturity. Not full maturity to, oh, like shoot. reach maturity where they're producing beans. Where they're Not pro- beans, mm. but you know cherries. Uh, Dude, quit googling the go, answer, bro. I'm not. I was googling what a coffee tree looks like. <laughs> okay, okay. Can I? Can I also google what a coffee tree looks like? Yeah, sure. Or, or, you, you, or you could yeah, just yeah. look at that one over there. Well, no, I'm in mean, like a no, fully grown one. Yeah, but okay. that's fully grown. Those are probably, I don't okay. want to tell you because that would give you a good answer, but I'm I know how say, old those probably are. I'm going to say, um, I'm going to say 10 years. 10 years? 10 years. What are you saying, Caleb? Nine years. Bro, you just undercut him like that? Yep. Wow. Wow. It's five years. Are you serious? Are yeah, you so dead? five years. So like that one, they, I was going to say like three, but I was like, that seems too low. So, so, so like in perfect growing conditions, that's going to get that much better. I mean, that's like the height of a person, right? Well, those are probably like 20 years. 15, 20 years. Oh, we, oh, we are just talking about when they can oh, produce. Oh. produce. And like their yeah, first year, they're gotcha. not going to produce like a full average. growing crop. Gotcha. They're going to produce like okay. a, tree. a very yeah. adequate amount. Cause, yeah. Cause like, okay. A, I mean, the average, tree, the average coffee tree is six feet tall. Yeah. And that one's yeah. already like 10 inches probably from like root to. That's a lot. Okay. Top. Sure. Yeah, it is. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I was kind of thinking like from that tree to what that one's going to look like. So I was like, maybe that's, but yeah, I, I've seen. Because, you know, yeah. we used to grow. Well, actually, I don't know if you know this, but I, I grew up on a blackberry farm. Yeah. Um, and we, we grew a lot of other things, too. And we had some peach trees. And they, they weren't even huge. They were, like, maybe, like, half my height. But you could still get, like, small peaches yeah. off of them. So, 
Coffee trees are so sense. fun to grow at home sense. if you need something at your house, like a house plant, because they're like a really dark, fun green. Um, but like every week it produces new leaves and you'll see them and like they're sprouting. And like me and Maddie every day will go watch them like grow for a week. It's like the most old man and old woman thing I do in my house. I think you should do the take a picture of it every day. Every thing. day. How yeah. much did you get yours for? I bought it from Ikea for $2. Oh, seriously? That's yeah, and it came in, a, came in a coffee mug, uh, like, <laughs> pot. Like and then, cool. so, this is, like, its fourth or fifth pot it's been in. And so, it's grown a lot in the past, like, two years. Um, but it always, like, explodes a ton right after I repot it. But I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm, I don't have a gr- the uh, greatest the green coffee, thumb. Coffee, Arabica, potted plant, and mug. Yeah, that is it. How much was it there? Seven ninety nine online. Oh, okay, maybe. Inflation. Thanks, bye. <laughs> Okay. Um last question for the day. How long will a coffee plant produce coffee? Oh wait, I don't want that to be the last question. Um <laughs> Okay. <laughs> y'all have already looked at pictures, so this is y'all can't answer this one either. Okay. Just, how long will a coffee plant typically produce coffee for if it's well cared for? It's well cared for. Mm, Twenty years. Now I'm gonna go for my thirty years. 30 years, 20 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have to split this one right down the middle because it's 25 years. 25 years. We each so get a point. We each get point. a point. There we so go. So it's like two and a half to six and a half? Yeah. 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 Cool. Well, that's our trivia. And we're, went a little long today. Went a little, but, but Hey, we had a lot to talk about. That was a lot longer than I thought we were talking about water for. Yeah. I mean, there were, there were a lot of different facets to talk about, though. So Yeah. But the most important thing that you need to hear from us Um, And we'll close it right here is that water is not wet. Thanks. Have a good week. Bye.